underrated. It's a lot of fun. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner. Stanford's here. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? Hey, I'm well. Thank you. Excited to talk with you about <laughs> this movie. <laughs> well, part of the reason why I wanted to talk about Megamind, and that's what we're talking about uh, this month, is because it came out the same year as Despicable Me. And Despicable Me is definitely the movie that, you know, became this phenomenon. It was the monster hit and spawned all these sequels now. And yeah. Yep. And we've got Minions to the Rise of Guru coming out this weekend. And I I literally just got back from the uh, <laughs> the, the premiere, the screening. Uh, so I just thought it would be fun for this week uh, with this new sequel coming out to talk about the one, what could have been, to talk about Megamind, which I think is better. And it's a very similar story. Uh, and so uh, that's uh, going to be fun, I think. This is, of course, so from too. DreamWorks. Yes. DreamWorks Animation, as you mentioned, from 2010. Yeah. And was this a movie that did you, I know you're not the biggest DreamWorks fan, but did you <laughs> see this when it came out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it though, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I did see this one in theaters mostly because I thought the trailer looked strong, the premise uh-huh. of it, and the voice cast seemed, you know, yeah. Appe- it was it was all appealing. Yeah, and it's yeah. so random. It's one of those weird things in Hollywood when you have two of the basically the same idea come out the same year. Uh, that they would we'd have two major animated films about villains. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Despicable Me when it came out? Uh, I did. I saw both Despicable Me and Mega Mind in the theater. Go <laughs> figure. <you. laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a entertainer and not and kind of the <laughs> I, I don't know, I'm I'm not a hater of Illumination, but I can't say that I love all their product. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Illumination, we were talking off air that I really do actually admire their company and how well it is run and how how well they kind of know their brand. I think it's very impressive uh, that even a movie like Sing 2 that came out right in the thick of the uh, of Omicron uh, that somehow it's you know it made over four hundred million dollars yeah. on it a like I think a sixty that. million something like that budget. Yeah. So they made bank and during like the hardest time to make money. Really hard time. Like the yeah. only movie people are going to is Spider Man and everything else. People were just yeah, we're staying away from. Yeah, and too. they they managed to find these movies that rarely are number one in the box office, but are consistently just have the stain power yeah. and are number two, number three for a long, long time. And uh, it's, it's very impressive. And what I've heard, I uh, went to a panel at Annecy and, uh, and just from some other things, other things I've heard that, that illumination is a great company to work for and they treat their employees really well. And, uh, and that's not always the case in animation. I mean, it, uh, the first, I think it was the first angry birds movie where uh, the I think it's Blizzard the the they, they, the the animators were worked crazy hours and it was just yeah. a god situation. You hear about those things happening from time to time, and so it is nice that it seems like they are 
just a very well-run company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I just wish I liked their movies better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. I, I, I'm totally on the fence about seeing Minions in the Rise of Gru, you know. But, but anyway. I mean, it was nice to, to just actually see it in the theaters because I we'd been having trailers for, yeah, for so long. Plus years. <laughs> <laughs> it was like talking, uh, you know, Maverick, you know, which mm-hmm. was such a pleasant uh, surprise how good that movie yeah. was. But I, yeah, I have a feeling that this wasn't like <laughs> <that> <laughs> <laughs> the rise of Gru was not that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Megamind. Yes. So, yes, both, uh, both Despicable Me and Megamind came out in 2010. And it's really interesting because, especially Megamind really plays like a satire of superhero movies but you think that it was just at the very start of the you know superhero movement i mean the the marvel at least the rise of the mcu yeah yeah, for two years and so it really was kind of ahead of its time in a lot of ways i agree that they yeah, it was almost like yeah, they were really just said ahead of time or a little prophetic, you know, to to uh to see what the cinema landscape would look. Because I gotta tell you, I I mean, I thought Mega Mind was okay when I saw it in twenty ten. I liked it so much more now, and maybe because it's again all the yeah superhero movies that have happened over the last you know twelve years. <laughs> been a lot. Yeah, it really does ring a lot more true. I think especially the really sort of self-serious reverential superhero movie is what it's making a lot of fun of. And we've had so many of those come out. I mean, I especially, there were so many things that felt like a jab at Man of Steel, even though Man of Steel hadn't come out yet, but it was prosaic almost. Man of Steel. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but, uh, yeah, they, the, especially this beginning, the start of the movie, uh, it just feels so, so right much a Superman. parody of yeah. Superman, Superman yeah. the movie yeah. from Richard Donner. Yep. Yeah. They yeah. even get later on when you see, uh, when you see him as basically supposed to be, uh, um, Superman's fa- father. Father, Jor-El, right? Jor-El, that's right, Jor-El, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks just like Marlon Brando. A mini Marlon Brando. <laughs> it's, mini Mar- it's mini Marlon Brando. <laughs> but the beginning, you have them sending off Megaminds to a better world and also sending Metro Man <laughs> and uh, in the capsule or whatever and uh, of course and megamind's capsule gets bumped all around has this horrible thing he ends up in the prison Bye. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that was very just like the beginning of superman the movie yeah it was it was i thought it was very clever and they had that that play between you know metro man and and megamind mm-hmm. yeah uh, that even even as young as babies you know there was this competition mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, yeah, and there's some really nice, like long swinging shots uh, of um, uh, going through Metropolis. 
and that I think are really nicely animated in this. I think the director did a very good job. Yeah, you know, I I know what we'll get to. I, I agree with you. I I thought particularly at the beginning. Well, actually, you mm-hmm. know, the animation, the the. The backgrounds and the layout and stuff is, I think, is really good. I have some issues with the character animation, but we can get into that. Yeah, in um, Tom McGrath is the director, and uh, I think he does a, a really good job capturing the feel of yes. sort of that superhero the aesthetic. Superhero aesthetic, yeah. Yeah, and again, really emphasis on. I think I felt a lot of it with was like Superman mm-hmm. movies, but it, but but it, but it fits in with so many other you know, films within the superhero genre. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're able to make in both movies, to be honest, in Despicable Me and in Megamind, they're able to make a character be a villain without actually like really being a villain. You know, that's another thing that I really liked about (laughs) it too, is that it kept a pretty good comedic touch throughout Mm -hmm. the film. It doesn't, go to a place that's super serious or that seems totally out of place. I yeah. mean, there's, you know, there's a dramatic, yes. there's some dramatic turns, but I think mostly it's played for laughs and yeah, it works. Yeah. Because in Despicable Me, it's helped by the fact that he has the girls. And so that kind of tempers right. down his villainy. Yes. Um, and and I actually prefer the girls over the minions. I wish I always feel like feel like I wish they had been the ones the that girls, take off. I know, I should have their own spinoff. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're better than the minions. The minions are so annoying. The minions but are in, too much. The girls are the, the girls are pretty adorable. Yeah. yeah. In uh, in Mega Mind, I think he's sort of treated like an underdog, and you never really see him like hurting people. No, even though he's a villain. Exactly. Even though he's he's a villain and he's kind of up to yeah, he's kind of up to no good. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I think that the the strength though is Will Ferrell's performance. Yeah, because I mean Will Ferrell is just so funny to be in with, and they give him so much great material. Anytime he mispronounces a word, I mean, I just, I mean, I know yeah. that it's coming, but I always laughed. I mean, I laughed every, mm-hmm. every time. And so, yeah, I, he's I, good I, at this kind of, of course, we would see him coming up later in a similar kind of villain role in um, the Lego movie. Yeah. It's Lord exactly. Business. It's, it's uh, very kind of, yeah, similar, uh, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a really good point. Yeah, and uh, there there was just a lot. There's a lot of funny uh, writing, I think, in this movie. I think uh, the script, the script, and the voice cast to me is this really this film's mm-hmm. strength. There's there's strengths. They're so good. Yeah, uh, one of my favorites is is when Megamind and Metro Man are fighting. Uh, we get this uh, really good kind of back and forth this banter between them and he says over here old friend in case you've noticed you've fallen right into my trap and you can't trap justice it's an idea a belief and even the most heartfelt belief can get corroded over time justice is a non-corrosive metal but metals can be melted by the heat of 
revenge. <laughs> it's <laughs> revenge, not revenge. <laughs> yeah, revenge. And it's best served cold. <laughs> but it can be easily reheated in the microwave of evil. <laughs> Petruma says, well, I think your warranty is about to expire. <laughs> I got an extended warranty. Your warranties are invalid if used beyond their intended purpose. <laughs> and then Roxanne finally says, girls, girls, you're both pretty. Can I go home now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tina Fey in her perfect That is hand. a really funny scene. That is such a brilliant scene. And I mean, I'm so glad you captured that interchange because it's so <laughs> funny, and it's and so and you know this is a great role for for Brad Pitt mm-hmm. too. You know, he uh, mm-hmm. I think this, he's very good. Uh, yeah, he is really good, whether in live action or in uh, animated roles, playing that kind of suave, yes, confident guy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and and. It's just how you kind of picture Superman to be if he were kind of like a cocky jerk. <laughs> you, know yeah. I mean? you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but but uh, he handle he handles it so well. So and then you know Tina's Tina Fey's performance. They give mm-hmm. her you know I think I, again the writing's solid. I think for all the all yeah. these characters and she, her delivery is so perfect. And I'm normally yeah. not the biggest fan of hers. I I just don't love 30 Rock, and I don't like a lot of her her movies, aside from Mean Girls. Uh, so, but she works really well here. And, yeah, does it work and, uh, for you? This does her performance work okay yeah, for you? Yeah, I think here in this it works, movie it works well. And she's also in um, well, she's in Soul, of course. Yeah. And then she is also in Ponyo. All right, that's right. She's the, she, she's that English dub for Ponyo. So yeah. maybe uh, animated films, animated sweet spot films for are, are better. <laughs> that better, or yeah. Mean Girls. <laughs> mean Girls, she's pretty great. Mean Girls. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the fact that Roxanne is just so not impressed. <laughs> she's been abducted so many times at this point that she's I just do like, too. And uh, then, you know, and I never, you never really feel necessarily that like she's in grave danger you know mm-hmm. she's just yeah she's just got this attitude and mm-hmm. and yeah yeah and megamind says that he's got his he's incredibly handsome and master of all villainy because <laughs> 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 metro man is getting a whole museum to him uh, for him in honor of him with a huge statue and everything that statue like that just like the size of the building itself the skyscraper <laughs> Are you a fan of Rachel's reviews? Do you look forward to Family Movie Night, Female Film Critics Panels, or the Talking Disney Podcast? If so, please consider supporting the podcast by becoming a patron. As a patron, you get to access monthly events such as the watch-alongs and Q&As, where you get to talk to stars and find out the behind the scenes of the movie making industry. And you can pick what I review for Family Movie Night or even become a guest on the podcast. Podcasts and YouTube channels are expensive and I really, really could use your help. I would so appreciate it. You also get to be a member of the Facebook group where we talk about all the films that we're seeing and we have so much fun. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies and select one of the Rachel's fan tiers. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Uh, But uh, Roxanne's not impressed. 
uh, with the gadgets. And I like it when he says, I'm, I'm shaking in my baby seal boots. (laughs) 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 What do you think of uh, Titan Jonah Hill playing Hal that role? See again, I'm sorry, I'm a broken record, but I just think the voice cast was was so great in this film. I thought Mm -hmm. it was a really good role for Jonah Hill because Titan plays, you know, kind of this, I mean, Titan is this, he's, he's Roxanne's cameraman. So in that way, he's second fiddle and Mm -hmm. he's got a crush on her and he's awkward. And I just think Jonah Hill really, I mean, of course they capture that in the animation, but Jonah Hill really captures that in his Mm -hmm. uh, performance. And then when he gets powers, it yeah. it's interesting <sighs> that that Roxanne sees it from the very beginning, and she says he's the absolute worst person that you could give powers to. Uh, and I, I, Roxanne says, "Could someone stamp my frequent kidnapping plan <laughs> card?" <laughs> so yeah, so I I really I I, I like I like. Jonah, you know, again, I, I like how they wrote the character, and I really like Jonah Hill's performance because I just feel like he's he's good at kind of playing this in a way. Yeah. This character is a bit of a bit of an outcast, but also who's insecure, but also has a real chip on his shoulder too. And yeah. and uh, anyway, I thought I thought he nailed it. What did you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he kind of reminds, reminds me of uh, Syndrome a little bit in the way yeah. that he feels kind of entitled. And- yes, it's it's very much, yeah. There's some Incredibles, I think, you know, that you can see. Uh-huh. In fact, what I was wishing for a lot, Rachel, was more Pixar quality animation mm. <laughs> with this script. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, but... But yeah, no, it was it was very reminiscent of syndrome. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, in, in really, when you think about our current kind of social media kind of environment, it feels all the more you know, with sort of these entitled fans, and yeah, and uh, it, it feels relevant. almost all the more kind of yeah relevant than it probably did even in two thousand ten. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but. Uh, we we find out supposedly that Copper drains a Metro Man again, another obvious Superman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> comparison. And Metro Man gets blown up in the tower. He's gone. Mega Mind wins. And uh, this is where I wrote down particularly some great long shots through this whole scene yes. of them fighting. They, they also have really really great music in this movie. The music cues. I think are very strong. Yeah, the music uh, cues are good, aren't they? And I think when I saw this in 2010 again, because you know I have very mixed feelings about DreamWorks mm-hmm. uh, content, or, uh, but it sometimes I felt sometimes that, that was a little contri- contrived, or they were relying on it too much. Mm. But it, you know, this rewatch it really worked. I just say I, I, you know, I, I, I was just able to really enjoy it, and I thought mm-hmm. that the, the, the music cues were were well done and, 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 and appropriate. And, you know, yeah. funny. The score is by Hans Zimmer. Yeah. And Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And Hans has done a lot of scores for DreamWorks. Yes. They're kind of under the radar. 
Um, he did for the Kung Fu Panda movies. Uh, he did those. He did for Boss Baby movies, both of those. Um, and uh, and he did um, this, and I think even some others. Let him, you know, did he do How to Train Your Dragon? I can't remember, but you know, but anyway, I can't remember. But I, I wonder if he probably did, or maybe. Yeah, he's done a bunch for DreamWorks. <laughs> we can say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's some of his because I his superhero scores can be very or 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 can be a little overdone for me. Well, I mean, I just feel Man like I've heard Steel. the didn't he do Man of yeah, Steel? Yeah, I mean, he did Man of Steel. He did all the the Dark Knight movies. He did uh, the um, all the those movies with Christopher Nolan, like Interstellar. Yeah, and. Sometimes they can just be a little like, you know, like heavy to me. And and so it's kind of refreshing, actually, to um, listen to one of these DreamWorks scores from him because it's just like, oh, this is fun. This is different. That that is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Even a movie that I don't particularly care for, like like Boss Baby, it's like, oh, that was a fun score. Mm -hmm. So, but he does that in... Yeah, they just have a huge soundtrack with uh, movies, uh, movies with songs like "Highway to Hell," "Crazy Train," "Mr. Blue Sky," "Welcome to the Jungle," "Bad" by Michael Jackson. Yeah, really big score. Fun. Yeah, I mean soundtrack. Really, and just really fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was very funny how they managed to. <laughs> The way they staged it for Highway to Hell, you didn't have them saying hell very often. They kept having words there, the dialogue there. So an interrupt would be like, Highway to And then they would talk yeah. over it. <laughs> I forget exactly how they did it, but I was like noticing that it, it wasn't actually saying hell very much. It was a really good use of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, it kept getting interrupted, the Highway to Hell. They would and, have to change their rating. I don't know if hell is one of those words that there's a limit yeah. on. <laughs> Keep it a PG. <laughs> so in this movie, they have a minion, minion, not minions, uh, voiced by David Cross. <laughs> yes. What What did you think of, of the minion in here? Well, you know, I quite like David Cross's humor, you know, um, mm-hmm. And so I thought, I thought it was funny. I thought it was, I thought it was a good choice. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the fish in a ball thing, clearly it's been done, you know, it's mm-hmm. been done, done before, but it, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because of David Cross's performance. And I also quite, I thought that the animation of, of the character itself was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, well, and it was nice for Megamind to have a friend. Yeah, exactly. It was In the so, story. And, and, and it worked. And their their repartee, I always thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you said that you didn't love the character designs. Yeah. What was their particular character or just in general, all of them? So, you know, just in general. And again, part of it is just my, you know... Mm-hmm. My dislike for, for for DreamWorks just from historical purposes, you know, over mm-hmm. time, but but uh, I thought for sure I didn't like the character design of Roxanne. Mm. Uh, 
I I think that some some of those DreamWorks designs, to me, they all run together. Like any of these characters, I mean, Megamind, hello, giant blue head. You know, I mean, that's you know that's different. But it's just like like with Boss Baby or some of these, you know, others where they're mm-hmm. just animating humans that they're they're interchangeable. And I don't think any of them are that great. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's it's a nitpick and. Uh, I was just able to look over it more this time, mostly because, you know, Jeffrey Katzmer's gone. I was trying to, you know, try to <laughs> Well, there go. is a definite DreamWorks style, style. just like there's a definite there Disney style. Yeah, yeah, uh, and with, Pixar you know, style. With the big eyes in Disney and, you know, kind of the, the look that they have. There's a Pixar style as well. Yeah. They have they have more variety, I think, in their, in their especially early movies. But... Uh, but there's definitely a DreamWorks style and character design. And I I said in my trailer reaction to Strange World, I said, this feels very DreamWorksy to me. And we'll see how that movie ends up turning out. But there, and, and I didn't necessarily mean that as an insult. It just, right. there's a look. There's a look that DreamWorks has. And uh, in the way that the faces are designed, the way the eyes are designed, uh, that you just know, you can tell this yeah. is a DreamWorks film. The, the color, you know, the way they use a, a, a color palette, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, it just, it just I agree with you. There's a, there's a very distinct style. I think that's one of the reasons, though, why I really, one of the extra reasons why I really like the bad guys. Yeah, DreamWorks, one of the DreamWorks uh, movies true. this year, because they really deviated from their normal style, and mm-hmm. I, I welcomed it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's true that that studio out of Canada that they've been working with has made kind of a different style, like mm-hmm. with Captain Underpants for for them. Uh, they that one had a different look about it as well. Um, so, and uh, you know what we've seen in the trailers for the new Puss in Boots sequel, it also. Right. I think it has, and I've got you know I've got to increase my vocabulary. It looks to me like a very painterly style. Yeah, and I, I I love it and I welcome it and I'm so glad that they're doing that rather than more of kind of classic dreamer style, which I would put it here you know with Mega Mind and with mm-hmm. you know Madagascar Boss Baby and Ma- yeah Boss Baby yeah, and this and Boss Baby does have the same director, yeah as. Megamind, Todd McGrath did both the Boss Baby movies, and he also did all the Madagascar movies. So, some of that too. You know, there's something to that but, too. Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. So we have the minion, and uh, we get uh, this whole sequence where there's a lot of music, Highway to Hell, Crazy Train, um, and uh, and so our so Megamind is. Uh, feeling uh, lost without his alter ego to fight against <laughs> without right. Metro Man. He's, he's lost his nemesis. <laughs> mm-hmm. his per- yeah. His sole purpose. <laughs> yeah. And so then we have Bernard who's working at the library and, uh, and, uh, and Megamind has a changing thing that device that he can, he can uh, become Bernard and uh, there were some funny lines, like like when he said that his dream was the illiteracy beam. 
and then Robo Sheep is battles we will never have. The illiteracy <laughs> beam. That was funny. That was funny. Mm-hmm. So he replicates Bernard to try to get closer to Roxanne. Uh, and he decides heroes aren't born. They can be, but they can be made. Um, and so he wants to create a hero because he has no purpose. Uh, he finds Metro man's DNA and uh, the, uh, um, he finds Bernard's phone. Um, and then Roxanne finds Megamind's hideout. And he's, she's like, oh, it's just the, the building, the other building with a uh, observatory or whatever in it. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the Postable, Hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. I, I thought the black mamba cape, cape was kind of funny. Yes. This is like looking great. Absolutely. It's just funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the minion sees right through it and he says, oh, you've fallen in love with Miss Richie, with Roxanne. And and Megamind says, she will never find out. That's the point of lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you know the bad guy doesn't get the girl? <laughs> And uh, and then he says, maybe I don't want to be the bad guy anymore. And I think that that's, again, why we're able to kind of make it all work is because we don't really see him as the bad guy. Right. We never actually we like, never see have. people. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, you know, I agree. And, and what I think makes it so clever, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so he decides to, uh, he, we also get, this is when we get Space Dad. And like I said, it's sort of this riff on Marlon Brando, <laughs> which was good. Yeah. <laughs> and and then we have this training session for Hal, where he's going to, he's chosen. Uh, and, uh, and then, because there's this gun that either gives power or diffuses power. And they get this great training montage to um, Mr. Blue Sky. Which is, it's a great montage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so then uh, Titan, Roxanne meets Titan and, uh, and he thinks that she's going to be super impressed by him. She's not. And this is when she says, this is the, Hal is the worst possible person you could pick. Cause she's, I guess, senses this kind of bitterness with him yeah uh, that uh, he has this potential for to really be a villain mm-hmm. um, and uh and we have this kind of chemistry between bernard and roxanne yeah yeah i can see why she's into bernard <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he's supposed to be kind of like a beatnik kind of guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they actually kiss and, uh, and then he turns into Megamind and she's horrified, of course. <laughs> um, and, the, and this is when they say, when they have welcome to the jungle uh, and Megamind's like the giant robot. Welcome yep. to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> it really works. And, yeah, yeah. And Hal says being a hero is for losers. Uh, I only took the gig to get the girl and Roxanne doesn't want anything to do with me. And, uh, and so, yeah, I think, I mean, if I was going to pick a character design that I don't love, it would probably be Titan slash Hal. Yeah. It's kind of a weird, weird design. Yeah. I, 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 I don't like that design either. You know, right mm-hmm. after Roxanne, that's probably the one I like, um, mm-hmm. the, the least too. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, they have this fail safe where they're going to try to destroy Titan with copper and it turns out it doesn't work. And so there's like, Ooh, what, what happened to Metro man? And he says, stop comparing me to Metro man. So they, and then they find Metro man's hangout at the school. <laughs> the school. school. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I laugh every time with the mispronunciations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I miss, I guess it's so easy, but it's just too funny. Mm-hmm. And they find out Metro Man is alive. He's now Music Man. <laughs> yeah, Metro Man is turned into Music Man, and then he's just—he just was tired of it, right? He just wanted—he <laughs> just wanted a peaceful life. <laughs> I like it when they say, "Granted, you have talent, but there's a madman out there destroying our city." <laughs> <laughs> so we find out, yeah, that he has faked his death, and uh, that's all. I think very funny, and. Uh, um, we also f- find out the Titan has renamed the city into Titanville. Yeah. With fire he, into the street. Um, and I think they do a pretty good job of escalating tension. I do too. You know, I do too. You know, in that third act, you know, it's really, this this battle is, you know, it's yeah. pro- like, Titan's a problem. Titan, mm-hmm. Titan's a real problem. Yeah, and I mean they can't make it too scary because it's you know you're gonna have kids seeing it, but I think they they have some tension. It's yeah. definitely feeling like how are they gonna fix this? Yeah, you're like, and, how in the world are they gonna make this? Yeah, make this right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Titan says this is the first time we've hung out socially, and it's when I'm going to destroy the whole city. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, I I don't feel like that Roxanne should be blamed. It. For this man's behavior no. within the story, but he's never like validated for that. Like he's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't feel like Roxanne made Titan because even though she didn't fall for any of his kind of awkward advances, uh, he still would have been crazy. You know, he still would have yeah. done. I think he still would have done this and um, just, mm-hmm. you know, somebody Roxanne else. Roxanne says, the Megamind I know would never have run from a fight. It was your best quality. So that's a good moment. Yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. I, I like that. I like that, too. You know, mm-hmm. making Megamind, helping. She's the one who helps Megamind kind of get his head back together and, you know, fight. 
Mm-hmm. And then Metro Man comes back and he says, my, my death, uh, details of my death, it was greatly exaggerated. Greatly exaggerated. <laughs> 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 but we find out it's not actually Metro Man. It's actually Megamind doing the disguise. Doing his, his, his fancy disguise thing, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I do like the way, I mean, his character design is unique, but I do like the way that you get kind of the 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 blue in his head <laughs> has, like, there's some notes of, like, purple and pink and white and things like that. Like It's um, cool how they did it. Yeah, you know, it's the, cool. There's some real gradation to that color. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I... I liked it too. Mm-hmm. And they find the invisible car, and uh, Roxanne says to to Tiny, "You you did the full thing all by yourself." And gets she gets the diffuser gun on Titan, and uh, and and he says, "I finally had a reason to win you," which was cute. Yeah, <laughs> for make mind. Uh, so they end up. It, it really is actually kind of a love story. I know. I was just gonna say. <laughs> it turns out there's this kind of nice little love story mm-hmm. in it. It was. It's very unexpected. I, yeah. Yeah. And they, at least for me, was it expected? Yeah. Did you? Could you see it coming? Right. You're so no, good. No, I agree. With this yeah. stuff. Yeah, and and they really do get along. You know, it's kind of. It's not like Beauty and the Beast, but it is in the sense like when they first find the Beast, he's he's a beast. And as they get to know each other, they actually find out they have more in common. It's kind of a similar arc that we have here for, yeah. for Megamind and Roxanne. Yeah. yeah. And he says, being good has its perks. And that's when you get the bad Michael Jackson. <laughs> Such a great choice. Yeah. yeah. They spent a ton of money on music. Oh my goodness. Seriously. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is also true about Despicable Me. They also spent a ton of money on music for that. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, they rely a lot on that, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just think it's witty. I think it's funny. I think the animation is is uh, is good. I think it's it it's a clever parody of superhero movies that I think only gets has gotten better over the years. Uh, and I I don't know. I just I just think it's better. I think it's more funny. Um, and I guess just your mileage may vary when it comes to the minions and, and it's, I don't, I don't love the minions. Um, so I, I just, I like the, this movie better. Um, uh, and, uh, of course some people can like both. That's fine, but it's just me. And so, um, I think the script, they did a very good job and made a witty, funny, uh, script. And like I said, as superheroes, movies have become so part of the, of the lexicon and so part of movies, I think it only get, it makes this movie better. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I totally, totally agree. All right. Well, very good. We did it. Uh, we talked about Mega Mind. Mega Mind. We've done what have we, we've talked about rise of the guardians and Prince of Egypt. I think those are the only DreamWorks movies we've talked about together. And so. spirit. Didn't oh we, yeah. Didn't, yeah, we, yeah, didn't we talk about spirit too? That's Rich? right. That's right. Yeah. The original, uh, the original spirit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, let us know what you think of this movie. Do you think it's underrated like we do? We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments section or on Twitter. And Stanford, how can people find you? On Twitter, I'm at Stanford Clark, and I have a movie podcast and blog at moviespastandpresent.com. 
Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of her social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, if you are listening to this episode on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. Five stars. And if you are watching or listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group, which is so much fun. And we have the merch store, which has hashtag animation junkie uh, designs and shirts that you can get. Uh, so please take a look at that. would so appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Hey, thanks. Bye.